This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whether your business needs cars, vans or larger commercial vehicles, you can rent from the best lineup in the UK with Enterprise. And with flexible long-term rental, you can get vehicles for as long as you need them, from minutes to months. Whatever the mission, Enterprise's mobility experts can build a bespoke solution to suit your business needs. Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, happy Friday. I'm Jason Cundy and welcome to another episode of the TalkSport Daily podcast. In today's poddy, we've got the reaction to the evening's Europa League action. Hollywood's Ray Winston tells us what it's like working with Leonardo DiCaprio and ahead of the big Manchester derby on TalkSport on game day. Manchester United's Marcus Rashford will also make an appearance as well. But we start with Drive discussing Declan Rice. Is he all that? Yeah, is he all that? Yes! That's according to celebrity Hammers fan Razor Winstone. Whatever the boy's on there, it's not enough. If you want to keep that boy and build a team around him, if he was to stay there, he'd become another Bobby Moore. He'd be a legend. Well, this was Goffey and Adrian's Durham's take on Rice, Rice, Baby. It's a high standard that he's got to live up to, um, Declan Rice, if he is to get there. But is that impossible? He could be a very young captain for West Ham. He could win trophies at West Ham. He could win a trophy with England as well. So it's not impossible he could reach those standards that Bobby Moore did. It's a high standard, but it's not impossible, is it? West Ham won, Arsenal nil. Declan Rice with the strike. When you look at Declan Rice and you've just said the reasons why he can become an absolute legend and right up there, he plays 100 times for England which is a real young kid. He's playing now nearly every game. People are talking about him. You've got the manager, David Moyes, who says he's still underrated, even though he's getting a lot of praise from a lot of people within football. He still says he thinks he's underrated by a lot of people in football. But for that to happen, you've got to have a massive turnaround at West Ham for him to start winning stuff. That's a big ask, isn't it? Now, in yesterday's podcast, you might recall Jose Mourinho said this about Manchester United going into the Europa Emmerdale Cup League. It's not fair that a team that doesn't succeed in one competition drops to another. Well, this was Simon Floppier Jordan's take on third-place teams from the Champions League going into Europe's second inferior competition. model of the Champions League and the Europa League are flawed anyway because the Champions League consists of about 90% of teams that aren't champions. The reasons why it exists as it does is because it's for the TV broadcasters to be able to generate so much revenue for football. The Europa League sort of devalues itself to some extent by being prepared to take out the off-casts 
from the Champions League by saying, well, you know, we accept we're the runt of the litter and we'll take whatever crumbs you throw off the table by teams that don't qualify in your particular format. Aston Villa's Jack Grealish has once again breached COVID regulations. Adrian Durham has questioned whether the England player should still be Villa's captain after another misdemeanour. However, this is his manager, Dean Smudger-Smith, who says the club have moved on from the issue. You know, I spoke about it yesterday and uh, with the media and gave them my opinions, reminded the players of, of the responsibilities they've got and we've moved on. We're in a fortunate position and we get tested weekly, so uh, we obviously know where we're at and when people have to stay off. So this is our bubble and it's something that we've moved on from. Towards Grealish, he strikes it right-footed brilliantly and scores what surely is the winning goal. I look at it this way. Jack Grealish, um, how many times has Dean Smith got to remind him what his responsibilities are and at what point after how many reminders of his responsibilities does he cease to be the right player to captain a club the size of Aston Villa terrific terrific player isn't he Jack Grealish well that's how the only way they keep him there full stop anyway isn't it well do, yeah but at what point does it become wrong yet another breach of Covid regulations and he's reminded of his responsibilities this is the Aston Villa captain captain of a Premier League club England international Somebody who has had a huge amount of backing from the fans, the club and the media alike. And yet he's gone and done it again and has to be reminded of his responsibilities again. I would ask the question, at what point, what does he have to do to no longer be seen fit to be the Villa captain? And Villa's derby against Wolves on Saturday or game day is live on TalkSport. Bit of boxing now, and here's Talksport Spencer Oliver and cruiserweight champion Tony the Bomber Bellew looking ahead to the big fight this weekend as Kubrat Pulev takes on heavyweight champion Anthony Joshua. Believe you me, this fella has an amateur pedigree far better than Ruiz. Kubrat Pulev, it was an outstanding amateur. I was in the European Championships with him in Bulgaria, and he's a superstar in Bulgaria, mate. I'd say the only bigger name than him in the whole of Bulgaria is Dimitar Berbatov. Yeah. Uh, he's just a megastar, so he's coming to win. <laughs> AJ's just better than him in every department for me. I just think the speed will be too much and he will catch up with him pretty quickly. He's just got to be early. I'm very careful of getting into exchanges in the first couple of rounds. That's the only chance people have stands is them first couple of rounds. Yeah. So, you know, but as I say, AJ's quicker, he's more powerful, he's more explosive. I can only see an AJ knockout inside between four and six rounds. We see these guys training properly, like behind the scenes. Like, don't worry about what you're seeing with those open workouts, etc. Because they're a week out, we still see them training a little bit. He is a potential banana skin for Joshua. And Joshua recognises that. I was very fortunate to have a chat with Josh last night before, whilst he was getting his hands wrapped before the um, open workout. What he did say to me was, he's a live fighter, this one. I know he's a, he's a tough fighter. And I said, exactly, mate. I said, that's why you got to be on the ball. <laughs> This is the Jason Kelly Sports Bar on TalkSport with Adam Cattrall looking back at the evening's Europa League action. Kane setting up the cell, so six yards out, slipped it past the goalkeeper. Spurs will win this game. Spurs will win this group. Tottenham two, Royal Antwerp nil. Jose believes he's a trophy pig. He believes he can he can win. He's got he does feel like he's got his mojo back. And it's taken him six years when did he lose, leave Chelsea, 2015. Yeah. This feels more like the Jose that I saw at Chelsea than any other time since he's left. 
Yeah, they, you know, Man United wasn't the Jose. Delhi Alley leaving the bench and not being part of the warm-up because I think TV focused on it a little bit. Was he another one who just had permission to, to go if he wanted? player that is on the bench and realises that with five changes he's not one of the players. Of course, he's not a happy player and I wouldn't expect him to be happy. But every player that is uh, on the bench or every player that leaves the pitch in cold weathers, they can go to the to the dressing room and I even prefer if that happens. The crowd were insisting that Gareth Bale took it. The Welshman did. His shot came back off angle of post and bar and Carlos Vinicius tapped in. There is no right and wrong way about how football should be played. Win. That's what you okay? need that, There is no right. There is a style that people prefer, understandably. I happen to think in, of the two best sides in the country over the last two or three seasons, my style, I prefer watching Liverpool to City. But there is no right and wrong way. And I heard, you know, I love Graham Sue and you know, Alex Scott and Graham Sooners were sitting there pontificating about, oh, it's dull to watch. You know what? So what? Balogun, first time, just side-footed it beyond the advancing Rogers into the left corner. Dundalk one, Arsenal four. Well, we need to do that. At the end of the day, uh, we need to start winning football matches immediately. Cannot sustain um, the result that we had uh, in the last uh, six to eight weeks. And um, that has to be immediately. And we know that has to start on Sunday. You do fear for Arteta. You really genuinely feel fear for him, and, and especially when you look where where Chelsea are, where Spurs are. You know, n- the nearest right. West Ham are having a, a decent season as well. You know, really, the Arsenal can't they? I mean, they they can't be the worst team in London. That that also Oof. is a, is a well. Right now they are. I mean, where Palace? When where's the league's head? Palace are above them. You know that that tells you all you need to know. This Sunday evening from half past nine, you can hear the third episode of Talk Sports After the Lights Go Out series, presented by Steve Harmison and Leon McKenzie. The programme focuses on the struggles of professional athletes following their retirement from sport. And the latest instalment features the former Manchester United, West Ham and Milton Keynes Dons midfielder, Luke Chadwick. During the early years of his playing career, he won a Premier League winner's medal with Manchester United, a side captained with distinction by Roy Keane, someone who Luke has the utmost respect for. I come back from Antwerp and had my first sessions with the um, first team. Went out and trained. Obviously, at Antwerp, the standards weren't quite as high as they were at Man United. And I gave the ball away and I got the biggest telling off I've ever had. And I was thinking, oh, my God, I ain't sure about this. But then in the dressing room after, he spoke to me and told me why he'd done it. Because it's a, that's what it's like here. That's what it's going to be like. And you need to deal with that. As well as that, I didn't drive at the time. He'd come and pick me up. Take, he'd do anything he could to help his the players because he was in charge of the dressing room where Sir Alex was in charge of the team and he was an amazing captain who'd do all he could to help you, which the best captains do. Don't get me wrong, me and a few of the young lads, we used to have little small-sided games and we used to hope and pray we weren't in Keane's team because he knew if you were, <laughs> you had to be on it. And if you lost, he wouldn't speak to you for a week in, on a training pitch. That's After Lights Go Out with Luke Chadwick this Sunday evening from 9.30 on TalkSport. And the programme will also be available as a podcast from Monday from all your usual podcast providers. Now, there was some sad news from Italy when it was announced that the 1982 World Cup hero Paolo Rossi has died at the age of 64. The Italian journalist Tancredi Palmieri joined TalkSport to pay tribute to the former Juventus striker. He was only 64 and uh, he died very quickly, very, was very fast, very young and too soon. 
Life is a matter of a moment, even to wait for the right moment. With his life and with the moment he was able to catch on the pitch. Shot by Tardelli, and it's been turned in! Paolo Rossi was there again! It's 3-2 to Italy! And Paolo Rossi has completed a hat-trick, one of the most remarkable, possibly, in the World Cup. Marcus Rashford has won the SJA Sport for Social Change Award after some of his incredible charity work, which has helped disadvantaged children across the land receive free meals. Here's Rashford speaking of his love for Manchester United and taking on the government. You know when, you, when you're a kid and you, you truly believe in something and there's nothing that can knock you off that track if, if um, you believe something's true or whatever it may be? I, I believe that the, the structure needs to has needed to change for a long time and I believe that in the future kids deserve a, a, a better chance and families deserve a better chance to become successful. I remember at the beginning of the year I, I was injured as well so I was really down. That actually gave me the determination and drive that I was missing from from obviously not being involved in, in football games and I just put everything I had into into that. On the edge of the air is Rashford shoots oh, towards yes. the far corner and in. Oh, it's a brilliant finish from Marcus Rashford. All the good things that have happened this year, it's come from Manchester United giving me the opportunity as a kid. Because I, I I don't just remember like the last year or the last five years. I'm talking about when you know times when nobody in my family drove and I had to get to training and United had people to, to come and take me to, to the training ground and take me back home um, when I was six, seven, eight years old, nine years old. I'm talking about the times when they put me into accommodation when my mum was struggling at home when I was 11 years old and I was there up until 16, 17. So it, it's it's a lot deeper than what people see sometimes. I think people only see like some of the stuff that's that's been happening since I've been in the first team but the the bond that I have with with United is much greater than than just the, the, these last five years Bruno Fernandes striding clear oh outstanding finish from Marcus Rashford I never look beyond Manchester United and as a kid I've never looked beyond Manchester United um, in my mind I just it wouldn't sit right for me to be you know pulling on another shirt and I just want to do my best I can for the club this is Hollywood actor Ray Winston and working on the film Sexy Beast, as well as being on the sets of The Departed with Leonardo DiCaprio and Jack Nicholson. Yeah, he was all right. He was, you know... A bit get, Yeah. I guess that, the way yeah, you went, yeah, but, right. uh, but, you know, um, maybe he didn't like me. You know, we didn't get on. We didn't get on. So it happens sometimes, you know. I'm just not saying yeah. he's a bad man. Oh. And it just wasn't for me. Leo's a, a terrific kid, actually. Really good boy. Um, How good was that, Wolf of Wall Street? He's just the guy, he's the governor. Whatever he does, he's good, you know. He's a fantastic actor. As I say, for me, it was, it was quite a big, big do because it was kind of like playing at Wembley in a cup final or, or boxing at Madison Square Gardens in a way because you're working with Martin Scorsese, you know, and, and that's kind of like... For me, anyway, I grew up watching like Mean Streets and Taxi Driver and all that kind of stuff. So for me, it was kind of, I'm actually in one of them films. <laughs> Sexy Beast is probably the, the, the best writing 
in a film that I've ever done, you know, uh, the, the boys that writ that, it, you didn't have to change a word. If you did change a word, it didn't work. It's funny. Um, so you, you, you just said it. Yeah. You didn't really have to do any acting because it was there on the page, you know. Really? And then you, you, you're with the other actors. You were with Amanda Redman, you know, and uh, Kevin and Julianne White and then Ben, you know, so Ben turned up yeah. and, you know, <laughs> fabulous cast and fabulous writing. So... And for me, working on a beach in Spain, you know, this village on a, on a beach in Spain was was like being on holiday in a way because it was everything, every ingredient you wanted within a film, you yeah. know, and so you enjoyed it. Walking on the beaches, looking at the beaches. And we finished with Alan Brazil complaining about, yeah, you guessed it, not being able to go down to the pub. Good morning, five minutes after six o'clock. How are you out there? This is Talksport Breakfast with me, Brazil, and Rangers legend, Ali McCoist. Alan, how are you this morning, Paul? I'm bored. I'm glad to be back in London. I'm so bored, it's ridiculous. <laughs> this is Talksport Breakfast with Alan Brazil and Ali McCoist. I, I tell you what, Ali, I've exhausted everything on the telly. I'm not I'm kidding. A I'm, a I'm back to Gangs of London. I've tried... Pull dark to please them, you know who. And I'm what else am I? I'm doing billions. Oh dear, I'm just uh, <laughs> maybe what you and I are turning into a couple of grumpy old men. And when you well, go, no one ever grumpy. You can't go anywhere. I know. And, and time I pick up the papers, you know, COVID or Brexit, I'm just sick of it. At least you can get a pint. Well, I'm not allowed out. She won't let me out. Aye, right. No, honestly, <laughs> the old keys are getting hit all the time. I'm bored. I'm bored. I'm the chairman of the board. I'm a lengthy monologue. I'm living like a dog. I'm bored. Mind us Saturday on game day from 11 o'clock Wolves versus Aston Villa. That's Talksport exclusive in the Premier League, presented by Rashman Chowdhury. Then game day with Adrian Dunn. That's from 2:30. A presents from Bournemouth versus Huddersfield for all the goals as they go in from the Premier League, the EFL, including Newcastle versus West Brom. And at 5:30, it's the Manchester Derby. United take on City again, a Talksport exclusive, presented by Faker Others. Commentary from Sam Matterface, Trevor Sinclair, and Paul Parker. And at 8 o'clock to finish things off, Everton take on the Super Blues. Chelsea, again, a TalkSport exclusive presented by Faker Others. Commentary from Joe Shannon and Danny Mills. That's it. I'm back on the Sports Bar on TalkSport from 10pm on Monday night where Andy Goldstein returns, I think. I don't know. He might not return. There'll be another one of these TalkSport daily potties out first thing Monday morning. Until then, be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from TalkSport. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. 
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 